here. I wanted to say, like, I listened to the first one. Let me know if you think this is funny. I listened to the first yeah. podcast, and mm-hmm. I heard myself use the phrase African-American. Yes. And I straight up never use that term in my life, ever. <laughs> I never do. And yet, yet on the podcast, because I knew I was being recorded, I just instinctively said it. And uh, uh-huh. I just thought that was funny that it did that. And I don't know if these are comparable, because our history is much different in this country, but uh, Latinx. Is that is that a term that you use? Or Latinx, not Latinx. Oh, Latinx, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> it's no way. It's excellent. Oh, yes. Black, white, Latino, Asian, Native American, young, old, gay, straight. Wrong. This is the way. The ceiling is the roof. Let's go. Final seconds. Welcome to First Recess. My name is Colin. And my name is Leo. Welcome, welcome. So, Leo, anything new happened lately? Uh, nothing that I can recall. This last, this past weekend was very, like, quiet, you know. Yeah, who pretty chill. Nothing too noteworthy. Yeah. Who, yeah, who, are, who are we kidding? Yeah, well, depending on mm-hmm. who you talk to, you know, the world is a whole new world. It's a whole new world. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> just destroy everybody's eardrums with my singing. It's, yeah, it's too, too early on in the, in the cast to get Leo singing. Yeah, we'll get to the election stuff in a little bit, um, yeah. but we're going to start a new segment starting off this episode. It is currently known as hashtag who news, W-H-O-K-N-E-W-S. Uh, so yeah, if you have suggestions moving forward, send us a link with hashtag who news and maybe we'll get on the episode. But for today, Leo, what do we got? Well, today for hashtag who news found an article about a woman files a legal complaint against her new husband when she finds out he's bald. So, <laughs> this, to set the background, 27-year-old woman in Mumbai, India, married a 29-year-old man back in September. And the day after their wedding, he revealed a secret. He was bald. So apparently he, was, he had a toupee the whole time. Huh. Yeah, that, that's that's the part where I feel like she has a bit of a gripe. You know, when I first heard it, I thought, you know, hey, if you can you sue a guy for going bald? Is that false advertising? But if he's physically hiding something with a toupee, I don't know. I think she might have an argument. I, yeah, I think so, too. Because from what it sounds like is that he was wearing a, a hairpiece for the entire, like, time they knew each other and he only revealed his lack of hair after the marriage was official so do we think it was yeah, on purpose for him for yeah for him for sure yeah for him it was definitely like it sounds like it was preemptive like he knew which kind of sucks he got, he got the lack of self-confidence that like she's not gonna like me man she's not gonna like me if i'm bald There's many bald people out there. Leo, speak your truth. I will fight for you. As a bald American, Leo, how does this make you feel? The discrimination Uh, has gone on too long. 
<laughs> it makes me feel hopeful. I've never had, I've never worn a toupee. Uh, I never probably will wear a toupee. I give it up to my brother. Uh, he's nine years older than me, but when he was like around 22, 23, some of the hair on the top of his head was thinning. And then, you know, lo and behold, when I got to that ripe age of 22, 23, the top of my hair was thinning. So it was basically an inevitability that the hair was going to be shaven at some point. I've definitely owned up to it. I mean, lucky for me, some people don't. Uh, well, which part yeah. gives you hope? The fact that uh, they're making two bays that are so realistic that you could fool someone like that? <laughs> or <laughs> or where's the hope? The, I think the hope comes from, like, awareness of bald people. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing. Okay. No. Like, even just, like, just putting it out there, just celebrities. Like, you have The Rock, what, full-on bald, shaves his head all the time. Mm -hmm. uh, Jason Staten, like, action hero. He has no hair on the top of his head and just some, like, peach fuzz on the sides and mm -hmm. he's kicking butt in all the movies he's in. Like, basketball players, the heart of the Lakers, Alex Caruso, he was basically, he's, you could <laughs> tell he's got the same, I have the same hairstyle he does. Like, well, yeah, Caruso seems like he's a little slow on the uptake there because uh, he's not following The Rock or Jason Statham or, I guess, Joe Rogan. You know, what I'm noticing here is I guess mm. we're okay with bald people um, and only if they're jacked, right? The George Ooh, Costanzas yeah. of the world, uh, they're not okay. Or even a skinnier bald guy. It's, it's the jacked bald guy. That's true. I mean, Dan Danny DeVito, he's... Okay. We, we love Danny. Him. That's true. We love Danny. Yep. So, it's... Ap apart from that, definitely, like, confidence in oneself. So, the fact that the dude had to hide um, his baldness and then just bring it out after he was married, that's just, like... you're He's playing too many games. There's no... I, there's no way like he he should be like thinking he's in the right well then I there's think. the whole dynamic it's an arranged marriage right yeah going more into it in Mumbai India it is it was an arranged marriage so you have to factor in the cultural setting mm -hmm. like we don't know if they were together a ton of time being it being an arranged marriage a wedding happened within span of like a few weeks so yeah he didn't have to show that he didn't have hair it was easier for him to hide it until I'm starting to think after too, the fact like, you know, I didn't realize it was just a few weeks so you know maybe she's just not okay with the arranged marriage thing and this is all she can grasp at could be well in the meantime she's filed a legal complaint against him where she says she never would have married him if she'd known he was bald. But it's arranged. <laughs> but it's arranged, yeah. That's where I'm confused. Even if it was an arranged marriage, uh, she still has some legal avenues to maybe get a divorce after the fact. This is in Mumbai, oh. right? Yeah. I don't know. It's something we'd have to like look into. 
what are what's like the case to have a divorce when it's in an arranged marriage i think it depends on the place what's required of a woman in mumbai too yeah what's required and if it needs to be signed off by the husband or the husband's family to get a divorce depends i i don't know depends on the culture right yeah well that's where i don't know that in my opinion that that gets a little fucked up there but i know cultures are different Mm -hmm. we got to have that lens so yeah we'll keep on this story in the bald man front we want to raise bald awareness on this podcast Our story for the week. Yep. So that was uh, Who News. It's the new thing we're rolling out. Um, I'm not going to spell if it out f- again. <laughs> <laughs> if you find a cool story, interesting story, uh, feel free to send it our way. Send it to us directly. Just put a little hashtag at the end, Who News, or even something funny you see on the internet. Just hashtag it, Who News. And uh, we'll see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right now. And maybe yours will be featured. Uh, Instagram and Facebook are up and active. Those are the two main ones. We'll work on the rest. Yes. But, um, all right. Well, should we get into it, Leo? I think we should get into it. Okay. We have a new president-elect. Uh, it is yes. Skeletor. Slash Jim Carrey. Yeah, the rotting corpse of a uh, the man formerly known as Joe Biden. Um, yeah, so that's that's where my head's at. Leo, where's your head at? Um, uh, my head is at. I guess it's the better of two situations. I wouldn't say two okay. evils, but like, yeah, it's just it's, that's what we had to pick. For at least for me, like Biden was the better option, or right, I I like that option. Oh bit more than Trump. Yeah. Well, you and 73 yeah. million other people, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yep. You know, it's crazy. You know, I understand it more so than I think other people are giving it credit. Like, Trump got 71 million votes still. He increased his vote total. Yeah. Which is pretty remarkable. And I guess how much of that was just all the different avenues that were given to people to vote the universal mail ballot yeah now but not only that there were at least 43 states that were doing early voting Mm. early voting like you like at least a week before election day why wouldn't we be having this you know since the beginning but that that could be inflating that could be pushing up the numbers too possibly yeah it's interesting i you know i I want to increase voter turnout. I mm-hmm. also don't want to vote for a month. <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. I mean, at that point, then you don't really have debates or the impact of a debate. I mean, or a campaign. I mean, it basically ends a month earlier than it usually ends. It just changes the whole dynamic. I I haven't settled on whether it's a good or bad thing, but it just changes how presidential races are going to be run. If people vote over the course of six weeks, you know, and I know that they've been doing that right with mail and balloting up until this point, but uh, ushering in a whole new way of voting in such a short period of time, 
Uh, I'm skeptical, but that's me. Yeah. Do you want to hear my idea for the vo new voting system or possible reworking of the voting system? Oh, yes, I do. Okay. Well, it's called uh, Votechella USA. Listening. Should listen. All right. Well, think of uh, Votechella. You can get some hats. You can get some tank tops. Those tank tops you'd see the guys at a at the gym, you know, cut down all the way from their like side ribs all the way down. No, I'm kidding. I got you. Uh, <laughs> the whole so I'm thinking the whole premise of vote Votechella USA. Um, hashtag or copyright trending pending. <laughs> so the whole premise I'm thinking instead of of course election day being on a Tuesday, which well, I don't know the basis of it. I don't know why it's a traditionally on a Tuesday. On the first Tuesday of the month. I don't know. But who cares? Like, <laughs> put the election day on the weekend. Literally have the election cycle. Have it in, make it an election weekend. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, people can go vote. And on Monday, you find out who has won and on friday saturday sunday in the whole u.s can literally have little bubbles of vocella everywhere where like you have musical artists all this song all these things all the things you want for a whole weekend of just making everybody's voices heard like instead of just keeping it all traditional like on the tuesday and just like oh yay we get to vote today Hey, you've got and my endorsement. Get, I, yeah, we yeah, I, I prefer that versus the uh, what we did this year. And I know this year is the pandemic and all that. But when typically yeah. when something changes like that, it doesn't really go back. But uh, yeah, I mean, I prefer a one weekend type of deal where at least we're centered the election around a few days versus two months. I, th I think that would be helpful. Um, yeah. I think you it know it's work. interesting though. It's like you're you're coming to it come from a kind of a pure place, assuming that like all these get out the vote campaigns really just want everybody to vote, <laughs> and I think it's just targeted. They want a specific group of people to vote, like those get out the vote campaigns. Uh, For I sure, think they're a little disingenuous. They're just targeting their voters that they want, and that makes sense. I mean, it's a campaign, but uh, yeah, it'd be nice if there's a little more of of your thinking where you're just like I just want to make it easy for every single person to vote but yeah I mean I wonder yeah. what's going to happen moving forward I bet you we're going to see something similar to this universal mail ballot though unfortunately yeah it's 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 isn't it kind of odd like we're going from full or now the new innovation for voting is, is mail like, <laughs> what mail yeah and We're look, still I, on mail. you know, it's not been a great system. Like a hundred million people don't vote or something. So, obviously, yeah. they need, it's a problem that needs addressing. I just, I, I really don't know. For somebody who's opinionated as much as I am, I really don't know what the best course of action is. And then I just like, yeah. I don't even know. Like, are we even counting these things? <laughs> like, nice. I'm just assuming they're all being counted. But you know, if I get if it's late enough in the night and I'm, I've read enough conspiratorial articles and i start changing my tune but i know ain't that the truth I <laughs> speaking mean... of that too um 
Yeah, I don't what, know. It's what, it's kind of funny the the total flip that's happened with uh, you got you had all the Trumpers now who have spent four years saying there's you know no such thing as election interference, and I've honestly agreed with the Russia stuff, but uh, mm-hmm. and now they they're on the other side where they're crying about the election, and now the Democrats who spent four years even impeaching the <laughs> Uh, mm-hmm. I guess you have to bleep the the f, but uh, you know now now they're on the end where it's preposterous to think about uh, election fr- fraud, and uh, it's just kind of funny how it flipped literally over the course of one night. Just everyone's tune changed about everything. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, one of the big, one of the big things, oh, one of the multi multitude of things, Trump tweets about. Uh, one I think came out today or yesterday was, um, you know, the mainstream media uh, calling the election. Who who's gonna listen to them? And then you literally have everybody else, everybody who does who's the media, mainstream media. They're like, every president has been called this way. <laughs> like, yeah. Every 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 election in the past few years, in the past few years, every election in the past has been called before every single vote has been counted. Like, Trump won his election before all the votes were counted. Like, Yeah, I mean, you know, look, obviously the guy, his sole ideology is, you know, himself, you know, number one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. So he didn't say this four years ago. He didn't get mad when they called it for him. So, yeah, obviously yeah. he's a hypocrite. I think... You know, I, don't, I think there's just a lack of understanding about how even our votes are counted going into this year. <laughs> That's true. I, just, I don't think people understand any how any of it works. No, myself they, included. No, it's definitely a toss-up. Like, mm-hmm. I do know at least in another country, I do know in Germany, I think once you turn 18, you are already re- you are just put into register to vote. Hmm. Like they literally just register your name into vote. They they basically say like, uh, you're gonna vote no matter what because it's your duty to vote. Yeah, so, I like I like the forced registration. I think some countries go forced voting too, right? Like I heard recently that Brazil does that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think about that? I think so. I think I think. Mm, I think we've moved past, I hope so, okay, I think we've moved past that voting is a privilege, and it should be a necessity for everybody. Yeah, I, I, that's fair. I know, I know, I wonder, I don't know if people on either Democrat or Republican side or other party side, I don't know where they'll land on that, but like, come on, like, just give everybody a an easy way to vote and we'll see what happens yeah i mean i i agree i think it's kind of twofold i agree we should make it easier for people to vote um Mm. i don't necessarily agree that everyone should be made to vote i think a non-vote is we should that should be allowed as a form of protest in and of itself to not vote yeah i mean in the absence of good options i think people should be able to choose no option but I know it's a hard argument to make because you're trying to encourage voter turnout and then at the same time there is the reality of nobody likes the candidates that come their way. <laughs> yeah. Know? But 
Uh, that's a whole other further conversation about the duopoly and all that, but we'll save that that's for another day. That's true. And all and there's so many different avenues that you can take because there are certain states that if you don't vote, they'll take away your registration. So that means you have to like re-register. Which I don't think that's right. Yeah, those states in the right. south. <laughs> sounds yes. like suppression to me. It definitely sounds like suppression. So those like little they're basically like little jabs. Like, come on, just those just need to stop. Like there's no more there's no need for that. There's no need, but I mean I guess people will still do it. But yeah, there should be no need for that. Yeah, I mean it's a cynical it's like cynical uh gamesmanship by I assume that would be the Republican side. Uh, you know. It's uh yeah. I don't know. I'm <laughs> I'm losing hope, Leo. <laughs> I know. We got to keep know, the hope. I know that this gotta is keep... a time of hope for a lot of people. I was, you know, kind of speaking to a few other people, you know, surrounding election day and and I think I think you have a lot, some hope in your heart too and I don't know, it just feels kind of like we're headed for maybe an Obama third term and I think he's a very popular president, so you know, no wonder people are excited. But uh, Obama's two terms gave us Trump, so I would just leave that there. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And if I can add onto that, there's still so much divide. Like I get it. Like there's something to say about being a like a humble winner, and I'm I'm definitely paraphrasing. Uh, Dave Chappelle the other night on SNL. Mm. But oh, like, that's good, yeah. But like being a humble winner and knowing for a fact that at least half the country feels feels like we did four years ago. Like when Trump won, you know, like there's a good chunk of half the country that was just sad and like all right well what's gonna go what's gonna happen in the next four years fast forward to today uh the other half of the country now is in that same sucky feeling so it's really up to like individuals and not just the government and not just like celebrities not just people in the public eye but like ourselves to like talk to those people as they're human as that it talk to those people as if they are human beings not and not looking at them like they're the enemy Mm. like yeah i live in the same country yeah that's um i feel like you get to the heart of it there right it's Mm -hmm. hard to you know if you think the other half is a bunch of racist fascists (laughs) Yeah, it's going to yeah. be hard to carry that, that humility in your heart or whatever. But, you know, I don't, you know. And, and then if, if, you, if you said that sentence to somebody else who was like full on, this is the greatest moment in our country, I just feel like the response would be, well, Trump, you know, we want to be humi- humble with Trump, you know, F Trump. Mm-hmm. And uh, eh, it's like high school mentality. But I think you're, you're aspiring to kind of a higher... I don't know, political calling. <laughs> and I, I commend you for it, but uh, don't hold your breath. <laughs> yeah, it's hard, man. It's yeah. hard. 
Sometimes <sighs> people just need a hug. I'm not saying I'm going to hug Trump. But, How you dare know. you? You can murder us. Hugs are outlawed at the moment. <laughs> That's true. Well, Hugs are outlawed. <laughs> one of his rallies, he said he would he would kiss the public, so. Yeah. Yeah, well, he I'm was just... LGBT. He said he wanted to kiss some guys, too. I thought that was good for awareness. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, hey, man, like, hey. Uh, I'm just cashing in on his bet. It's like, do it. Yeah. Do it. Hug yeah. me. It's a funny time because I'm kind of glad, you know, uh, mental health-wise, I think it's been good for people to have Trump out of their heads. And I don't want to downplay yeah. that. And I know that words matter, but I just kind of feel like we're going to have a very similar country with less tweets. And uh, I don't know. Call me crazy, but I think we could do better. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. There's definitely more room to do better. I don't know if you want to call me out on my little, my social media posts, but that's where my optimism comes from. Yeah, so yeah, to get to contextualize it, um, what what's this post you're referring to, Leo? Ooh, which one? I got two. Uh, some some Kamala thing. <laughs> some Kamala thing? Yeah. Oh yeah, there's that one. I think Kamala put it up, but also like, I think Biden put it up too, and it just says all of us united. And uh, it's just a lot of faces over the U.S. It's a pretty picture. Yeah. And look, hey, and without context, that sounds great. Like, you know, like you're saying on an individual level, that's what we have to do. And I think that's a great recourse for all of this. You know, hey, just in your own life, you know, speak to people in whatever respect. Yeah. Uh, when it's people like Joe Biden, <laughs> I just don't have that same level of patience for that i just like i don't know my comment to that to that quote about you know you we need a bridge to unite everybody and we care about everybody yeah but this is the guy that's you know never met a war he didn't support in the last 25 years you know that's true that's where my head goes like "Mm, this smells (laughs) that's true yeah that's true Yeah, yeah that's true his track record doesn't always necessarily write show peace and I mean, who? How many politicians, in that sense, always have some like dirt on their hands, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair. So, yeah, I can see. I can see where my my post can definitely get flack on it, which <laughs> I'll I'll commend to it for sure. You triggered but, me. I'm sorry. I'm triggered. Sorry. <laughs> triggered. <laughs> um. So, yeah, I would definitely go to it being more on the individual level that we need to, I don't know, do better for ourselves and for others. And don't just rely on, like, our new president. Like, yeah, it's, it's going to be different, but we can't always rely on that. Not to mention when, like, we're constantly just rolling or like the past two presidents are like in their 70s like come on we can't have anybody younger <laughs> or like not not older not like not not that being an old person is bad you're like wise but like why yeah oh this goes <laughs> off topic of like why do we have these two options like come on yeah and i i know that that's gonna that would take a lot longer to unpack so yeah. We'll, we'll save the people today. I've got more exactly. to say. 
Exactly. I do think, I, I just wanted to wrap that up for a second. Um, oh, I lost my train of thought. What were you going to say? Oh, I was just going to comment on my second post, but it, it doesn't really help me for being a humble quote-unquote <laughs> winner. Uh, what was it, Leo? The The post was basically the the Chakal from the Sablo Gigante show, literally with a trumpet in his mouth, and he's like... <laughs> blowing it and you, you see Trump like waving away and then above it it's saying thanks to this podcast I now know I get the joke yes we're out here educating <sighs> one yeah. calling at a time yep <laughs> <laughs> one white at a time yes so Leo I, there's something that I wanted to bring to your attention I listened to the Lay first episode me. back. Okay. Lay Thanks it so on much. me. And, and the listeners. I listened to the first episode, and at one point, I used the phrase African-American when speaking about <laughs> people who attend the uh, Showtime at the Apollo. And uh, I, that's a phrase I never use in my personal life, um, ever. But <laughs> as soon as I was being recorded, I just instinctively used it. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with the phrase or anything, but I never used the phrase. And so I just thought that was funny, you know, that it just mm-hmm. came out of my mouth. I thought mm-hmm. it raised a few uh, questions in my head. I also mm-hmm. want to know, like, with Black Lives Matter, like, is the term, and we are not credentialed to do this, but is the term African-American, like, outdated now in people's heads? I just want to know. Mm. Well, if I could throw my two cents into it mm-hmm. and like colin says not credentialed into it so or credential <laughs> i don't have credentials to back it up that's only so the mom N- leaves any me alone. sense <laughs> um well i have heard the term to use for anybody who's black is just black because if you use african-american in a way it's assuming that um, the the black person that you're talking to is of African descent, when that's not necessarily the case. There's definitely like black people from Brazil, black people from the Caribbean. Um, so yeah, it's I wouldn't say like you're totally wrong, but I've definitely heard and read that like just using using the word black is like completely fine yeah so uh it's just i thought it was funny like in an effort to be politically correct i think i used yeah an already outdated term and so i just wanted everyone to know from here on out i'll use the word black <laughs> and i hope that's okay <laughs> uh, i don't know <laughs> <laughs> Uh, You're striving forward, Colin. You're Um, striving forward. Yes, exactly. Always learning. Well, okay, here's one. While we're on the subject, kind of, tangentially. um, And I don't know if these are comparable, because our history is much different in this country, but uh, Latinx. Is Is that a term that you use? Or Latinx, not Latinx. Oh, Latinx, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> I 
thing or the word, you know, I don't know. I just saw it in my head as Latinx. That was not a just, joke, I promise. Yeah, it, that's definitely not. I, I, I didn't think of it as a joke. I was like, Latinx, is that a new word? And then it clicked in my head. I'm like, oh, Latinx. Because it was a thing um, that came on pretty strong in the last few years. And then yeah. it kind of disappeared a little bit. And I've seen, you know, I don't, I've seen surveys where people who would be considered Latinx of a Latinx heritage don't use the phrase themselves so I don't know since since you are of this variety I was wondering what you thought about it right yeah definitely depends on who you ask um and definitely depends where you live I mean that's a good point Hispanics and Latinos Latinx like uh, around surrounding or spanning the whole country like you have people who live in California or Nevada or Arizona or Texas you're gonna get mostly like people from Mexico from Central America but then you go all the way to Florida you're gonna get people from uh, uh, Cuba or like the Dominican Republic um, so you'll definitely get different people it just depends on the person you ask who how they want to identify themselves with it being latin or latino or Mm -hmm. latinx um hmm i guess me personally i guess right that it just benefits me because latino is latino latino is the masculine form of the word already Mm -hmm. so that's kind of what you i've grown up to hear um, but if you can, if you ask a a woman, it really depends. Like most kids in that culture, or like in my culture, and like from El Salvador, like well, we hear Latino the entirety of our lives growing up, and Latinx probably has come around in the last few years. And people of my age, right? I'm thirty, so like. I think from like 26 to 30 I'm like eh like traditionally probably you're gonna stay with Latino mm-hmm. like but people 25 and before you know they feel like they can adjust to it and if they want to be called Latinx like well, more power to them yeah I think that's fair right? enough um, yeah people want to call themselves whatever I think it if you want to personally identify right as that, I think that makes sense. Where where it gets a little pushback is when you start requiring that everybody else use that term for everybody else. Um, right. That's where I I kind of like uh, I don't know I don't. Is this even like helpful even for what it's trying to accomplish? Is it or is it just creating unnecessary pushback? I don't know. I think it's fair. But yeah, so that's that's interesting with the the, the age group. Yeah, maybe it will continue uh, growing. Um, uh, I find it confusing. <laughs> but uh, um, just, it, uh, it, it yeah. all stems. It, everything, it all stems. Like Latin, Latino, Latinx, Black, African American. Um, you can go into the LGBTQ uh, plus community. Like, I think that what surrounds all of that is asking the person and not just assuming 
in a way. Like if you feel unco- if you have a one-on-one conversation, you feel uncomfortable. I don't think it hurts to ask the person if you feel comfortable comfortable to ask. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, in terms of how to identify a person, I don't I don't have yeah. any problem with finding out how they'd like to be identified and then going with it. I have no problem with that at all. Um, yeah, exactly. I think when it becomes but, more ubiquitous, it gets a little weird because I don't, if, if the majority of people who would be identified as this don't use the term themselves, I feel like until that happens, I'll probably just stay with Latino, Latina. That's true. It definitely nobody, works nobody both cares ways what too. I do. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely works both ways too. To mm-hmm. like, if if you're Latinx or um, say if you're a transgender per- person, and somebody says somebody misrepresents you and if and you can tell you can tell when somebody misrepresents you just because they don't know mm-hmm. and they're not doing it in a malicious way that's an important distinction i think yeah and for the most part you can tell so it definitely works both ways so if the person can you know you just got to i don't know have your best foot forward and just if you can tell like this person's not being like a ass and like doing it in that way then you know just correct them in a nice way and they'll be like oh okay cool yeah that's, that's funny yeah I don't know yeah I think that pretty much captures it we'll go with that uh, yeah the, the recognizing if someone's being an asshole or not I think is dwindling with the uh, the internetification of our culture right people just can't exactly. read people anymore Exactly. <laughs> when have when have we ever been able to read each other? <laughs> it's gonna get worse. That's too. Oh my. God. Um, right. I think my best way I've been able to read other people is by finding common interests with them. Right. Isn't that just a funny concept, though? It seems pretty simple, right? It does. Like, so hard for people. <laughs> it's it would seem so simple there's so many times i've said something or quoted a show like i've quoted maybe i've quoted quoted community or i've quoted like avatar the last airbender like two amazing shows and uh, the person who i'm talking to or hears me they kind of just look back and just like quote something back and you just get like an instant bond you're like oh where has this friend been all my life and you don't even know the person like it's so it's so odd it's i mean that's why sporting events are like huge and amazing like you find a common bond with some random stranger yeah for a happy common thing well we're kind of losing that glue right i mean i don't what is the shared do we have shared like pride in anything (laughs) I don't know. Uh, that's why I do like sports because it's it's totally just pure. I, you know, sports are silly. You could say all that. I get all those arguments, but uh, it's just pure. Like this, we're singularly here for this one thing, and that's bind that's binding us in this moment. You know, like yeah. somebody makes a shot, you turn around and high five somebody. Like in the old world, we used to be able to high five people. Um, I don't know, man. That's like some of the most fun. Our uh, I don't yeah. know. Interesting things I, I've participated in, I think. 
concerts yeah, concerts are the same thing yeah and if i want to like come full circle i think the way um elections are being run and they're being showcased as it's just being showcased as just a big competition two mm. teams fighting to win the championship like that shouldn't we should not be doing our elections that way this is it's not like we shouldn't be playing a game to figure out who's winning who's going to run the country for the next 4 years it's i don't think that's <laughs> that's the right way to do it that definitely should change it yeah. should strive to be better than that well just discourse in general is pretty pretty yeah. low right now you know i think we just elected a president cuz he wears a mask you know <laughs> Yeah. Like that's that means there's not a lot of discourse going on, but baby steps. Baby steps. We'll get there one day. We'll get there. Thanks for bringing it full circle, Leo. It's going to be oh, helpful. It's what I'm here for. Well, I hope you like that last segment. Now we're moving on to our last little bit of our podcast, which is called What We're Watching, What We're Reading, and Where We're Going! Woo! Oh! Whee! God. We had it so perfect. Yeah. What, so what? Okay, so what are we watching, Leo? What are we watching? Well, recently just finished watching Community again. Community was a TV show on NBC. It had five seasons on there. And then it had a sixth season on a Yahoo streaming service. If you, everybody didn't know, Yahoo had a streaming service. It obviously isn't there anymore. But it had it. Um, so all six seasons of Community are on Netflix. Watched all those. Uh, highly recommend. Amazing show. Fun show. You can't go wrong with it. Uh, I second that yeah. notion. Dan Harmon's yes. a, a fantastic writer. He, if you don't know, he's the guy that helped make. He made helped make uh, Rick and Morty too, right? Yep, Rick uh, and Morty. He's got some Me oh. Too in his background, so if you find that problematic, you might not want to watch. But yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If, is is that slander? I think he does. <laughs> He does, he does, but he's owned up to it. Yeah, that's good. Which is, you know, putting some stuff forward. So, hey, you gotta give it up to him. Give it up to him for that. Um, also, the, I think they were co-creators on Community, at least for the first three seasons. Um, the Russo Brothers. Now, like, if that, if those guys don't ring a bell, they've directed movies you might have heard of these, the uh, Avengers Infinity War, Avengers Endgame, and Captain America Civil War. So, they're pretty good writers. They could pretty just good retire writers. right now, probably. Oh my god. They can. They definitely can. Um, so yeah, so definitely highly recommend. What are you watching, Colin? Or, um, what else are you doing? Well, what am I watching? I've been watching... Seinfeld, I highly recommend in these troubled times flipping on a little Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. uh, the 90s, I don't know. <laughs> it just, 
it's 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 so removed from where we currently are it's very comforting uh besides mm -hmm. the fact that it's super funny it's really only best enjoyed between the hours of 10 p.m and 11 p.m <laughs> this is a phenomenon that <laughs> i'm just tracking personally in my life but if i put that show on outside of those hours it's drastically worse <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know what's happening there but yeah seinfeld huh? give it a watch good enough good enough hmm? what are we reading Colin, do you want to take this? Uh, sure. Um, let's see. Well, I recommend a book called The People Know. Uh, if you're not into politics, you're not going to be into this, so be forewarned. It's by Thomas Frank, and it is a history of, uh, what, let's see. The subtitle is A Brief History of Anti-Populism. So it goes into the tradition of American populism from the late 19th century and kind of uh, demystifies some of the, let's say, uh, not well-meaning attempts to attack it. So, the people know. It's nice. out. Nice, I like it. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Um, to do a complete 180, uh, I'm reading a book called The Rise of Kiyoshi. And it is basically like a spin-off novel from the animated show uh, that's called the, the Last Airbender, Avatar The Last Airbender. Mm -hmm. And it follows a previous reincarnation of the main character, the Avatar. And it's pretty cool. How's it deal? It's in the same world as the show and should I go more into detail of the world you know <laughs> I, I, like don't I, messed know up, I messed up the segment because this is supposed to be not political <laughs> I'm sick guys <laughs> I gave you a political book but yeah please please Leo go into it a little bit is it a graphic novel uh no not a graphic novel oh, okay. full on just no pictures just on the cover gotcha <laughs> um uh, just a quick like two minutes like two minute backstory is just uh avatar the last airbender set in a world where there's four nations and each one um is based off the element and an element so like fire water air and earth and each nation has its own culture has its own stuff certain people in those nations are able to control an element so somebody can you know control fire and create fire somebody can control water same with air and earth um and the main peacekeeper of the like that world is called the avatar and the avatar is able to control all all, all four elements uh so the book there's two books the first one is the rise of Kiyoshi and the second one is the shadow of Kiyoshi so the one that I'm reading at the moment is basically talking basically telling her story of how she became the avatar and how she grew up into that role so it's set into a fantasy world so it's fun it's okay different, fun. Yeah. is that a is that a recent release uh this one, I think, came out last year. The okay. sequel, the second book, came out this year. 
So finishing, finishing the first one, and I'm gonna, gonna go into the second one. Yeah, maybe I should check something like that out, huh? Take a break. Yeah, a little fantasy. Throw a little love into your heart. A little earth, wind, and fire. Yes. <laughs> Alright, any any interesting travels that you've been up to? Any local um, travels? No traveling. I've locked myself down. But uh, I know you just went somewhere, Leo. Where'd you head? Oh, well... Me and my girlfriend, we booked a trip to Scranton, Pennsylvania. We did not know when we booked it that that was the birthplace of Biden. Little uh, Joe. Little Joe. We, f- we found that out like two days before we left, which was on Thursday. You know, two days after election day. So we're like, what? We're going to hometown. Um, up, it's a small town. Not very busy. But cool in like a contextual way. Uh, we stayed at an Airbnb there. A few places that we went around there were, let's see, uh, Ricketts Glen State Park, which was about like an hour away from Scranton. Um, they have a trail. It's like a three, it takes about three hours, but it's a. Uh, a triangle loop and when you're doing the v-shape of that triangle you are walking and hiking through like waterfall after waterfall after waterfall does that there's at least like 16 to 20 waterfalls you're going through you know in the industrial midwest i don't i don't think of waterfalls too often that's funny uh-uh uh-uh it's it was it's a really cool hike really really cool uh from there, we went to, uh, what was it called? Boulder Field. And it's something you just have to see for yourself. It is like, it's like a whale-sized dumping of just boulders in the middle of a forest. And I, I it's just a bunch of rocks and boulders. <laughs> There's probably and some, like, hidden massacre in our history books related to that or something sounds bizarre no yeah it, it, it was really cool i think the it, you would assume that like the ice age and like erosion would have made these like crumbling boulders but it was just basically like um years and years of just uh water and like friction from the elements that just crumbled these boulders and made them how they are today really cool that's outside of Scranton yeah feel like a 45 minutes south of it and then um our last little stop was a little town called Jim Thorpe which is like it's the football player right um no actually an Olympian Olympian yeah yeah. football player yeah Yeah. the Native American Mm mhm and basically yeah named after him that little area that little town has just a full european feeling in the middle of of nowhere uh but it's a really cool little town definitely recommend just kind of just parking there and taking a walk having a little food here and there when things are opened up um so yeah that was pretty much the weekend a good weekend trip from these that's it, people. 
Get outside your house. <laughs> Go do something. Some <laughs> yeah. Rent a car. Rent Go a see car. something. You, you ha- <clears throat> I'm lucky. I think we're lo- we're both lucky to have cars. Of course, yeah. But definitely, like, looking into, like, renting a car for a weekend. I think, I think people assume renting a car is super expensive. But if you, it's you and another person, I think renting a car a day is like 25 bucks if that it could be less i don't think it's more than that so it's i think it's pretty affordable get yeah, out there and drive take people. my uh 2002 honda civic i don't think it would make the four-hour drive <laughs> i've never considered myself lucky being the owner of that car but i suppose uh, i am thank you for the perspective leo yes uh you Colin, you are hinting at a segment we're going to do in our next podcast. I won't spoil it for everybody. I think I know. I'll leave them wanting more. There we are. I like it. (laughs) Okay. I think that was pretty good, man. Where can the people find us? We got Instagram, First Reese's Pod. We got Facebook. And uh, I think that's all we got for now. Yeah, so check us Twitter out. Too. Yeah, Twitter's. Um, I'm not really on the Twitter that much, but <laughs> tweet us wherever we'll find it. <laughs> Just yeah, and uh, tweet into the ether and we'll find it. Well, thank you guys for listening. If you've gone this far, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> like it's a, an accomplishment. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll send you a sticker. Stickers are coming. We'll get on the first pod.com. 